0: Thank you for tuning into the For What For Who podcast. My name is Courtney Croucher, and I'm really excited to have you here. I've always been obsessed with self-development and pop culture and everything that influences how we live our lives, which is why we're here today. Because I believe that with everything you do, every decision you make, for what, for who, my intention is for this to be a resource for people who want to have better relationships, health, professional growth, balance in your lives, and self-love. Subscribe to hear my journey along with special guests every Monday for a blunt approach to living life unapologetically on your terms. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I hope you're all doing well. Happy May. I cannot believe that we are in the spring season. Hot girl summer is approaching. We got to defrost here. I don't know if this is the case for everybody else, but if you've been listening to this podcast, you probably know this about me that I love a new beginning. Like, I love a new season. I love a new month. I love a new year. Like, I don't know. There's things about it that just give me a lot of joy. I feel like it's just a reminder that you can always start over. And especially a new season, like this last season has been a little bit much. I don't know if anyone else is feeling it, but the winter has killed me. So I'm really excited for some sunlight and to kind of switch up some routines and some life things and just kind of take charge of what the next seven months of the year looks like. And I, I don't know, I feel like I really like May because you're not quite halfway through the year. Like you've got another 30 days before you have that, okay, six month mark. And it just, I don't know, provides a little bit of like a moment to be like, okay, what's working? What's not working? How do we want to shift for the next half of the year? And it's gotten me thinking about a lot of things in terms of like where I'm at, Different stuff that's going on in my life, um, different areas of my life, where I'm wanting change, where I'm wanting improvements, and the last year, like I've learned so much. You know, I moved across the country first week of May last year um, with no plan. Like I was here for eight days, and I just signed the lease and stayed in Vancouver, which was not my plan. I had no idea what I was doing. My career completely changed um, pretty quickly. Like there was a lot of stuff that went down that was just super fast and. It's like made my head spin. So to realize that I'm coming up on a year of being in Vancouver and all of that has made me a little bit of just nostalgic and like reminiscing on where I was a year ago. And it always just highlights how much things can change in one year. And it's hard to plan. Like I love the Skinny Confidential podcast. I've been listening to Lauren and Michael literally since day one. And Michael always quotes whoever said it that when you make a plan, God laughs. And you know, I don't typically use the term God or whatever, but I do feel like sometimes when you have that plan of motion, the universe is like, uh uh uh, we're switching things up on you actually. Um, you know, cue the remix. And it's always a lot to take in when shit doesn't go your way because. Or when it does, like, it's just a law, right? Because you're like, okay, because your brain's always looking for patterns. Your brain is always looking for how it can predict to keep you safe, right? So when we don't predict something, our brain's like, what the fuck did just, what did that happen? How did I miss that, right? Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, we just sometimes can, it takes a moment to process it and wrap our head around it. And I also feel, and I've said this the last couple of weeks, but I really think we're seeing some like after effects of, of real, like of COVID and not only just like the virus itself, but the, um, like being isolated, the lockdowns, I think specifically because time passed during that period of time, um, really in a weird way and to be so like isolated and then just for life to kind of resume again, it felt like a movie, you know, when you kind of hit pause and then like fast forward and you never actually saw what happened in between, like that's kind of how it feels. And I don't know about anyone else, but like, it's been hard to wrap my head around how long it's been. Like, I think I get caught up on this. I'm like, oh my god, it's been a year, and all of this shit's changed, and it like kind of makes me sad, but makes me excited. Like, there's so many mixed emotions that happens with that kind of I don't know, just remembering where you were at that moment and what you wish you could have told that younger self, you know, that younger version of you. And it's just crazy how shit works out. It's just, it's wild. I don't know what else to say about that. And I'm going to stop rambling there, but it's gotten me, end of the story is that it's really gotten me to to thinking of like, where do I want to go next? Like I did all these things that I actually didn't think I was going to be able to do on the timeline that I did them. So what now? Like it kind of made me realize that oh my gosh we're in May it's you know 2022 times flying by whether we like it or not and i get to choose how i use this time and so i feel like with this new season i don't know if anyone else is the same as well but like i extremely am affected by the seasonal affective, affective disorder like if there's no sunlight i'm just miserable and it's crazy cuz like i knew to, i knew that bc had a lot of rain um and like everyone says that, right? But actually experiencing it, it was a different thing because it's not even the rain itself, it's the gloom that comes with it. Like the fact that we don't get sun throughout the winter is brutal. Um, where, like in Ontario, across the country on the East Coast, there's a lot of snow and it's super fucking cold. But there are days where it's like actually like there's light out. And I didn't really expect that difference to affect me so much because I am not someone who loves the colder snow. So I thought that the that BC and like specifically Vancouver would be the better alternative. And yes, it stays a little bit warmer and we don't really get snow, but the gloom, oh my gosh, it's been a a challenge trying to work through that. So I feel like my energy levels are starting to come back and also just working through some other emotional things. Like I think going through um, like breaking up with alcohol has been really weird because the emotions have just hit like a wall and not having... A thing to kind of numb out with has been forcing me to learn to process my emotions much differently than it lo- used to look like in the past, and so the season's changing has felt like a very much just breath of fresh air um, for me personally due to all of these changes and you know just not only like the actual weather itself but also just now i 'm five months in today of No longer drinking. Um, I say Cali sober or sober curious, or I don't know what terms I use anymore. But I do still smoke weed, as I'm very open about. But I don't do any other drugs or drink alcohol. I don't know how long this is going to last for. Um, At this moment, right now, I'm really like I just feel so deeply that this is where what I need to be doing. And I don't know if that's ever going to change. But the scent of alcohol makes me want to throw up. So. It doesn't feel like it's going to change anytime soon, um, but yeah, it's given me some time to kind of wrap around this this idea because I didn't really anticipate it. You know, I started off with dry January and I didn't realize how much it was going to affect so many other areas of my life. But when you're not numbing out, you're a lot more exposed to how you actually feel in certain things in your life, and that has been a rude awakening. So where I'm at today and the episode that I want to provide for you all is talking about getting out of living in autopilot. If you don't know what autopilot is, the best way I would describe it is, you know, when you drive home from work and, or wherever a a route that you know very well, and you suddenly just blink in your home and you're like, wait, I don't remember like how I got home. Like how many turns did I like do it? Was I at a stoplight? What song did I listen to? Like you just zone out completely and you just suddenly get home and it's like, Truly, just mu- muscle memory that your body got you there, but you weren't necessarily conscious. And it's a really fucked up thing when you realize it, right? Because you're like, you snap out of it, you're like, whoa, I do not remember that seven min- minute trip home. This used to happen to me all the time. Um, I don't drive anymore. So <laughs> that's been different, but I still notice it when in my day to day, of the like routines that we can get stuck in or the habits that we can have that maybe aren't necessarily serving us but we're just doing it out of truly just living in autopilot cuz we don't know anything different and we haven't like consciously chosen to break that so our body can just kind of go to a default of what it's used to and this is like a a thing where sometimes we don't even notice it for a long time and when it comes to the idea of like, and the, t- the topic of intentional living, I think it's really important to talk about living in autopilot because how can we be living intentionally if we're not really asking ourselves like why we're doing what we're doing or who we're doing it for, even in our day-to-day routines and our choices. And I was thinking about this this morning of like how intentional living really does start with our everyday choices and habits, getting out of living in autopilot, Forces us to ask ourselves why we have our days set up the way that we do. You know, how is that affecting us? Is it serving us and the people around us? Is it serving the person that you're wanting to become? Really being able to reflect on these ideas requires a level of consciousness that when you're living in autopilot isn't typically there, right? So, I've been thinking about this because I realized that for the last little bit, I've been feeling really stagnant in a lot of different areas of my life and I couldn't really pinpoint why. And obviously any seasons of stagnance can kind of lead us into the next chapter, which is totally cool, but going through it is never fun. And I'm someone who, when I feel or sense an issue, I want to like take control of it and just like you know take action. But I haven't really felt like I knew what action to take. And finally, I'm in this as the sun's coming out, you know, the days are getting longer, the warm weather's coming. I'm starting to say, oh, like I don't actually like how I'm doing XYZ in my day to day. So, for example, I got into a really good habit of like first thing in the morning, I uh, make a green juice and lots of water, and then I drink my coffee. Because before that, I was just drinking coffee and it was just, really fucking up my gut and my nervous system and my anxiety and all of that. I was really relying on it where the green juice gives me a moment to kind of find clarity and whatever, but I'm still finding myself like picking up the phone and checking my Instagram email, all of that first thing in the morning when I'm having my green juice. And some days when I don't feel motivated, I find myself sitting in bed, drinking my green juice and then my coffee like a little too long, and then I'm like, fuck, where did my morning go? Like now I have to go to work, right? And just and I work from home, but it doesn't make it any less annoying of realized you've wasted all this time, maybe on TikTok or whatever, and it just hasn't been serving me. I was reflecting on my goals for the year that I created at the at the start of January. And I haven't read as many books as I have been wanting to. I was in a really good phase in the start of the year. And then it's kind of trickled off over the last couple of months, specifically like the last two months, I would say. So I'm like, fuck, I need to get reading more. Like, that's what I was doing in the mornings. Why isn't that working? And really starting to reevaluate this because the only way that we like create a life that we're looking forward to waking up to is if we get real with ourselves. Like, that discomfort is not fun. But what's more uncomfortable? You know, staying in a routine and staying living in autopilot. Or waking the fuck up and saying, okay, here's what I don't like. Here's what I do like. How can I, you know, find this balance of the things that I have to do and the other things that are my non negotiables that serve me and that set me up for a life of fulfillment, a life of abundance and gratitude? Because when we wake up first thing in the morning, you know, I've listened to countless podcasts about this, couldn't cite a source, but I know that this is has some sort of truth to it. Like I said, never claim to be a fucking scientist, okay? But when you wake up in the morning, your brain actually searches for things that are going wrong, um, typically, unless we really work to retrain it. And that requires a lot of training. And I, I want to say that the majority of us probably don't wake up thinking of all the good things because Really, if you look at anything online, if you turn on the news, there's a lot of scarcity, right? That's out there. And I mean, the world's fucked, but like just the tone of it is always like the world is, the sky is falling, kind of chicken little screaming at the top of their lungs. And I know that the world is fucked, but when you have that tone constantly and those messages are being shoved down your throat at all times of the day, like it's hard to remain or it's hard to train your brain to say, where's the good when you're like always kind of looking at the bad. Um, And and I mean, you can be intentional with what you surround yourself with, of course, but like still, like I want to pride myself on being fairly intentional about like who I follow on social media, what I consume, all of that. And yet like, there's a lot of messages, even just like with the pandemic that we're finally coming out of now, but like Oh my gosh! Sometimes I go into a like a grocery store, and you can just see there's like so much chaos all the time. And I think it's a lot of aftermath, like I said, um, from what we've experienced the last two years, which makes sense. And like I said, our world's fucked. But when we have that message in the first thing in the morning, it's hard to kind of be intentional about the rest of the day and how we choose to live our lives. And so I want to start replacing those mornings and that time that I spent on TikTok on, to replace it with like journaling and gratitude and the things that have been really lifting me up when I've been consistent in doing those things. Like when I meditate, I feel like I'm on the top of the world. I'm like a superhuman. There's actually an app called superhuman by Mimi Bouchard and it's the best. It's incredible. Um, And the power of meditation is so insane, but like the instant gratification isn't always there because like sometimes you just feel like you're sitting there for 10 minutes and maybe you never really shut down your brain. And I mean, that's not really the intent anyways, but sometimes you don't like feel amazing right after. It might have given you actually sometimes more anxiety. Like sometimes I walk away from it hoping that I'd feel better and I just I don't. I'm like fuck, now I have to do XYZ. I couldn't shut my brain off. But it's more about I think the consistency of showing up because over time you gradually become like just like more cool, calm and collected. You know, you respond differently. You might have some more um clarity on like situations. Like I know for me, not every day that I meditate is like a massive awakening, but then there's those moments where you do continue to create that space and you have those like light bulb moments and whatever that looks like. Sometimes it's solutions. Sometimes it's an understanding of why things are the way they are or why something happened. Like it's really magical, Um, but I don't always do it, which is so annoying because it's like, why am I self-sabotaging these practices that literally make me feel like unstoppable right and it's cuz i started to become living on autopilot and sometimes when we get into that rut it's because we don't want to face some stuff like i think that our brain sometimes just shuts down and we don't want to have to get creative and have to think of a different way we just want to be able to just let life carry us through. And sometimes you need that. And sometimes you go through seasons of that. And I mean, we're all human. We're all here just living through the human experience. But to be intentional really does start with those choices and those daily habits. Because if we're consistently doing something every day that does not serve our bigger goal or vision, then like, what else are we doing? Like, I feel like it kind of. It goes down to that very cliche quote of how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I, I don't know how I feel about that quote, but I, I think I agree with it because it's like when I was working, um, when I was like really young, I, I started working at like the age of 13. And I would have a job and I just like, I gave every job that I've ever had in my entire life, like a hundred percent. And it didn't matter what I was making or who I was working for, how much I loved it, how much I hated it. I always gave a hundred percent. And it was this thing of just like, I really prided myself on this and I kind of forgot about how I used to be about this. Um, I'm glad that this quote and this idea has circled back to me because I do believe that when you're like giving it your all, then you be able to like lay your head down on your pillow at night and know that you've tried your best. Where sometimes when we get in that almost like entitled um, headspace of like, well, I should be paid more and I am, you know, not being appreciated or whatever, we can start to find ways where we're not showing up for the position that we have and like taking the lessons we're learning from it. And I feel like the revenge is sweeter if you go to a job every day that you maybe don't like anymore and you're doing your hundred percent best. And then when you leave, they have nothing bad to say about you because you are an incredible employee. You know, this is not me talking about anything or anyone specific. I'm just going off on a tangent, but I realized that I used to really pride myself on this idea and I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of circling back to that because when you think of the intention that we lead each day with, how much power that holds. Like, if you wake up and you're like, today's going to be a fucking shitty day. I mean, it probably is going to be, right? Because you're only searching for that confirmation bias of why today's a shitty day, rather than reframing it and saying, you know, like, I'm blessed to just wake up for another day. Like, not everyone has the privilege of waking up, which is fucking crazy when you think about it, right? Like, shit, life's actually not that deep. Like <laughs> when you think of the little things that get on our nerves every day, and I know I'm going a little bit woo-woo, but it's just funny how we allow, at least for uh, specifically for me, like I can only speak for myself, my anxiety takes over. I get fixated on the stupidest fucking things. And like, yeah, I could probably go back to therapy, um, but I'm really like working through a lot of myself on my own, which I'm feeling really proud of. And I'm like doing a lot of the, just like the work. Like I don't really need to necessarily find that in one way. Like I think just being really intentional and showing for myself and asking myself like why I'm doing these things has been really cool. And then learning through books and podcasts of why human in human nature, like whether that's through psychology or whatever we do, that, um, has been really helpful And to kind of have those reframes of like, oh my gosh, like I get to control this. I don't get to control what happens to me today, but I get to control how I respond. Those little reframes take us out of the autopilot because maybe our default is living in anxiety. Maybe our default is living in defensiveness because we've done so for so long. And like that never feels good, right? If you think of the times when you've been in a really aligned position in your life, Maybe you've experienced it. Maybe you haven't. Maybe that's what you're searching for when you listen to this episode. But I know I've gotten to this place where there's been times in my life where I wake up every day and I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I felt so aligned. And then life happened and things took over. And then I kind of got out of intentional living. You know, I kind of got knocked off the the path, especially of those specific habits and choices that were included in my day to day. That set me up for a really incredible, maybe couple of months or a year or whatever that kind of time period, that season was, um, because when we get knocked off, then we start to create those other habits. Because obviously, habits are typically replaced with other ones, um, and then it just becomes a default, and then autopilot takes over. Right? Why? Why when we close our laptop, we just grab our phone immediately? <laughs> Have you ever done that? Where you, or maybe you're watching TV and you're on your phone and you're like, have your laptop open beside you all simultaneously. Like that is like overdrive, right? It's kind of funny how we do this. And this is not just with technology, but like so many things. And I don't think getting crazy about why we do what we do is totally productive. I think it's more of like aligning what we have control over and aligning like the people we want to show up as with the choices and habits that we have in our day-to-day. So for example, um, I was telling you about my coffee and green juice thing in the morning. Now I am going to challenge myself to when I wake up and have that green juice, I'm going to actually come and sit in my living room on my couch. I'm going to burn some, or not burn, but um, like light my diffuser, light my diffuser. What the fuck? Turn it on, put the water in, light it up, whatever. (laughs) Can't speak today, apparently. And read my book while I'm drinking my green juice, and then I'm already out here, so that when I go to my kitchen, I can grab my coffee, either continue reading or start journaling. Because there's things that I've been wanting to do and I've been meaning to do them. I've had good intentions, but I really haven't made the time to do them. And when I do stuff that I don't want to do first thing, it's like perfect because it gets out of the way. So like reading and journaling for me are things that like if I don't do it in the morning, it's the day will take over, and then bedtime will hit, and I'm too tired and I don't do it. So knowing myself, I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to work it in, right? Movement is always a priority, but I've been playing around with different times of the day. And I think I'm going to stick to my morning routine because I like to get it done in the morning. I like to know that I've got my work in, workout completed and that it just, I know it sets the tone for the rest of my day. And that meditation, like I have to get those couple things in to feel really good. So I would love for you to ask yourself, like what, Choices and habits you have in your day to day that are lifting you up, and what are draining your energy? Because I'm sure that a lot of us can say we're probably spending a little bit too much time on our phones. We're probably spending a lot of time sitting, you know, at a desk, unless it depends on what you do. But a lot of the people that I know are sitting at a desk for nine plus hours a day. And then we just, you know, especially if you think of like the average American, you know, they sit at a desk for eight to nine hours a day, and they either go home or close their laptop if they work from home, right, and go to the living room and sit on the couch for the next four hours. Like when you kind of think about that, I'm like fuck, we're so sedentary. Like get moving. And the days that I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna watch TV, but like I'm gonna stretch during that episode. I've been watching The Hills lately. I fucking love it. I can't believe I've like never seen it before. It was kind of like slightly before my time cuz it came out in 2006 and I was born in 98. So I was, yeah, I would have been only 8 years old. Um so I was fairly young and I'm the oldest sibling, so I feel like I didn't have like an older sister or anything to be watching it from and um maybe my cousins did, I'm not really sure, but either way wasn't around me. So now I'm finally going to watch it cuz I know how iconic it is, but I Realized I have it on Crave. It's like through MTV on Crave. So I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't even know I had access to the show because I thought it was just so old. Like I didn't even know how to find it. So it was really exciting. But it's only twenty minute episodes, so it's really great intervals because I'm like, "Okay, great." Let's say I want to like watch dinner or watch the episode while eating dinner, which I'm sure is not the healthiest thing in the world. Probably experts say to not do that, but. I love to just sit in front of the TV. I live alone, like I like to just sit in front of the TV and watch an episode. Like y'all can fucking judge me, okay? And then the next one, maybe I'm just like stretching for the next 20 minutes, right? If I want to do like two episodes, 40 minutes total, that kind of just breaks it up a little bit where we're not just sitting there for like an hour on our ass. Um usually like also multitasking on our phone and just it's too much. So kind of finding those little things, those little just Shifts in our day to day that are helping us to live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled life. And right now, like my body's telling me, I need to move more. Like need to stretch more. I've had such crippling stress and anxiety that like my jaw's awful. I've I've really bad TMJ. Um, my like neck has had a lot of issues. My shoulders have been like up to my ears. You know, just been carrying a lot of tension. And then working out as much as I do, it's almost been like creating more issues and I don't really want an injury. So I'm like, okay, how can I actually take care of myself? Because like lifting more weights on top of shoulders that are already up to my ears, like isn't super effective, right? Like trying to make them all, it it just makes your shoulders so crunchy. And I'm like, I don't want to feel like this, you know, when you're like white knuckling it on the freeway, like sometimes that can feel like that. Um, it's either like that, like fight or flight response or the autopilot. And I don't, I don't like that kind of if, or I want to feel really cool, calm and collected and like in alignment with my goals and the person I want to become. So these are the couple things and the things that I'm kind of reflecting on and implementing in my day to day to get out of living on autopilot and start being more intentional to really set the vibe and the tone for the day and to put me in a setting in a position to be much more likely to reach my goals and prevent the stress that comes along with the day-to-day, you know, be a little bit more preventative and be able to take care of myself more because obviously we can't pour from an empty cup. And when you're living on autopilot and you're just kind of surviving it doesn't feel so good, and you know the people around you can sense that energy. But when I'm like snapped out of that, and I'm like super in tune, like I feel fucking radiant, and that's how I personally want to feel. So, those are the things I'm personally doing, and I hope that you found this helpful as well. I would love for you to let me know what you're doing to kind of snap out of autopilot living. Maybe what like a, a habit that you do every day that you're replacing it with. So maybe like you're you're like me. You get up every morning, instead of watching TikToks, you're going to do a 10-minute yoga flow to get the body moving. Maybe that's your switch, whatever it is. I don't know why I can't think of any more examples, but that's the example I'm providing. (laughs) Clearly, I need to sign off because I don't know where the words are today. There's been so many sirens downtown Vancouver today that trying to record this has been a nightmare. I feel like every time I'm like getting in a good thought process, there's been massive sirens like just all day. I don't know what's going on, but it's just been a little bit torturous. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in such a good flow, and then Roar! and I have to pause and then collect my thoughts again. And I my squirrely attention span cannot take it. So I apologize if it's a little rambly, but I feel really in alignment with this topic. And I feel really like in tune and just wanted to really share this because it felt just like a calling to me. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, As always, you can find me on Instagram at the not so average betch and at for what for who podcast. And I would love if you shared this on your story, tag me, send it to a friend. And as always guys, love yourself, love others and wash your fucking hands. I'll see you next week. And thanks for listening.